Hello. Hey, Eloise. How are you this week? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing well. Yes. We are on episode today, 111. Oh, nice numbers. It's very exciting. And we're, we're pulling a card for the week at the 4th of November. Already into November. <gasps> da, da, da. Right. Bonfire nights. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm just going to um, shuffle a little bit more. I already did a bit. And I'm focusing on the world, November, week of November 4th. And uh, it's going to be upside down. And it's a night of swords upside down for this week. Ooh. So, hmm. Hmm. So, you know, you know, you know, you know, with the... <laughs> <laughs> With the night upside down, I'd say everything that we think this week, uh, you might want to step back because you're likely either confused, you have too many thoughts, you have too much, um, you know, constructs in the mind that are, are confusing you. And you probably think you're right, but likely you're very, very uh, wrong and of course I don't like those words right and wrong yeah. uh, because what is right or wrong I have no no clue it's really just the thoughts but usually we think our thoughts are correct we have it all you know figured out we have this logical sequence but usually when we have a logical sequence we have forgotten so many other parameters mm. So we often say, why do I feel bad today? Well, it could be because you ate something a little funny. It could be that you've been really stressed. It could be that the moon is in a particular place affecting hormones in a particular way. It's too difficult to figure out. Um, this is kind of, I feel badly for doctors when, when um, patients get so mad at them for not knowing all the answers. Yeah. Well, they don't, they don't. They don't know the answers. They do, what's so great about medicine is we do know certain answers. We have certain capacities to deal with things, but that is just a small, um, of a small piece of the pie, let's yeah. say. Yeah, so, I say, yeah, it's just a small piece, but they're good at what they do in that small piece. But start opening the piece of pie, um, it starts to get convoluted <laughs> and they don't know everything, right? Like I always think emergency conditions, they're so quick to respond. Oh, yeah. Really great. It's fantastic. You got an emergency, you get yourself to the hospital. They're going to deal with it. I mean, that's usually, you know, I, I've gone to doctors in emergency situations and they deal with it right away. I've had other situations where I know, well, I don't wanna to go to the doctor for this. I just don't want to. And I remember my family sending me uh, to the doctor for certain things. And of course they send me from pillar to post <laughs> and of course never figured it yeah. out. And uh, I was fainting for um, five years. Mm. And uh, the person who who helped me heal it was uh, an aunt of mine who looked at me and said, your energy is all in your head. 
move it downwards. <laughs> and it took a few minutes. Yeah, That's that it. Was it. Moved it downwards. And I only fainted twice after that. That's since 32 years old. <laughs> Amazing. That's 28 years. I've only fainted twice. So, you know, and, and it's usually when my energy goes way up in my my head. Um, doesn't really happen anymore as much, but um, it can. Mm. Uh, but I don't feel dizzy anymore. I don't feel like passing out for 28 years. Wow. Pretty phenomenal, wow. right? And this was just one person looking at me saying, your energy's in your head. Um, a pretty, pretty phenomenal. So yes, like recently I've been getting uh, sessions. It's called Healy, this machine. Yes. It works with yeah. frequencies. Mm -hmm. And oh my goodness, I mean, I can walk better. Of course, that's not the only treatment I'm doing. So I'm not, you know, I, I love different types of treatments. They're great, but it's not the only thing I do. You know, even when my, I'm sure you must feel the same way. Your clients come to you and if they have a strong expectation that the thing that's going to work is body talk. But if you continue taking drugs or you continue, I mean, bad drugs for yeah. you. Uh, <laughs> if you continue eating badly, if you uh, continue not exercising, if you think you could just lay on the sofa all day eating whatever you want and get get a treatment, whether it's Reiki or body talk, and that's the only thing that's going to work, well, no. And then the other side is you don't want to be forcing yourself. Like, um, you may need the rest. And yeah, you may right. need to just, you know, lay down and go, you know what, I might have to rest for a year. Yeah. Um, I might have to do um, these different things because my body won't move. So it, it, it really is just too big to determine. But my point being that, you know, if you think you can just sit around and eat, drink Coca-Cola and have chocolate all day, your, your body talk session, let's say, <laughs> would support you uh, or tarot or Reiki to, to be able to change that. But you, you're the one who has to say, I'm not buying Coca-Cola. Yeah. I'm just not buying it. I'm not going to have it in the house. And I'm going to have to find a way to um, find something to drink, like water, like tea. You know, um, when I decide, oh, I think I've gone too far with my coffee, I just replace it with hot water. Hmm. You know, yep. if I find, um, you know, if I find whatever. So you, you, you do it gently, nothing like, nothing extreme. Mm. It's really gently to see what, what you can do. So Knight of Swords is the mind also working against the body. You know, the same things like I can't. So it's like the mental, uh, the mental body, right? There's also, there's the, um, obviously the mind that goes everywhere, but we do have a mental body. And that um, balances the three minds, including the left and right brain, right? So we can, um, when, when those are all balanced, then we can um, have access to the higher bodies. And I think, uh, where is it the karma comes through? Um, it has a little bit of, I think, I think through the part of the mental body eh? mm. is where yeah, karma it feels comes. a bit more. Yeah. 
Yeah. We would have. I know in the physical body, we also have our, our past lives. You know, they, they do come, come in because it's all part of memory that gets stored in the physical body. So, so does the, um, so do the other lifetimes. So all of that gets mishmashed. Mm. When we see that the masculine, right? That's why the left, right brain balance and all of the three brain balances, including the left and right side are really important. Especially when we see the, the Knight of Swords uh, inverted, it lets us know, oh my goodness, um, my masculine that's talking away and bringing all the information. It can be, you know, from both brains. It doesn't need to be only from one brain, uh, like just the feminine or masculine brain. But more than likely, how we're talking, what we're thinking about, how we're expressing it is usually very convoluted. It can be crazy making. Mm. Absolutely crazy making. So, you know, really consider what you're thinking this week. You know, consider how you're talking or what you want to express is a better way to put this. Consider what you would like to express to someone. What exactly do you want to say? You know, if we come from a place of accusing someone else, well, you're not going to get anywhere. Yes. It's just going to go into confusion. You come from a place of, um, you know, victimhood. You come from a place of, I know better. Likely it's all going to be wrong. And no matter how much you feel this week, you're right. <laughs> you likely are completely out of left field. You're not taking into consideration all aspects. Mm. So it's a good time to sit back and allow the feminine to disrupt your own masculine. So the feminine likes to disrupt and she'll kind of look at your thinking and go, well, wait a minute, you're thinking all these things, but you know, what's a better way to put this? Why are you coming from an aggressive place? Why are you coming from a victim place? Why are you coming from a blame place? What about, what is it exactly you're trying to say about yourself? So really when they often think of the Knight of Swords as having a lack of autonomy, their, their thoughts and actions are all codependent mm. uh, on everyone else's thoughts and actions. So I know better you all better think like me, which is just ridiculous. Nobody else can, <laughs> can think like you. And I can almost hear, you know, parents saying, yes, but my children have to do this and that. Yeah, sure. But, you know, they, they do need to be responsible for their own lives. But are you being responsible to yourself when you're, you know, trying to control someone else and get them to do things? Is that responsible or is that mm. tyrannical? Yeah, it's a question to ask yourself. Is that tyranny? Yeah, but how else am I going to do it? Is the, the answer <laughs> I'm hearing. Well, there is another way. Yeah. You don't have to cut. And people often think it's the opposite would be then I'll be a pushover. And I'll just let them do that. Well, if you have only two decisions, I'll be a pushover and let them do it. Or the other side is I need to push them to do it. You are seeing through a very narrow vision. Mm. Very, There's very infinite narrow. possibilities of how you could do that. There really are. There's infinite possibilities, but then from infinite possibilities, there are less probable outcomes. Mm. You know, like some of the pro some of the possibilities are more or less probable. So, for example, um, 
I want my child to do his homework every day at 4 p.m. when he gets <laughs> home from school, get it all done. And then we're going to go and have dinner and he has to eat every single thing that I put on his plate, even if he hates it. Yeah. And then he's got to go to bed. This is, this is, you know, pretty much <laughs> what a lot exciting of people life. think. <laughs> exciting life. Yeah, but so this is how he'll learn to be responsible. Yeah. So with, if we look that way, we don't take into account the very thing that life is all about, which is change. Yeah. We are constantly changing every cell in the body, how it's metabolizing, the emotional content, our experiences, everything that's going on, we are constantly changing. It's more evident uh, when you're a child mm. that, that you're changing because you've got the physical. <laughs> you see you growing. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you see the child growing. And then, of course, when you're older, you start seeing it a lot more rapidly. There's a whole period of time you could say, oh, I'm getting older, like from, let's say, 18 to these days to 50, let's say. Some people 60, right? They have this whole period of time where they consistently, you know, are, are looking really good, feeling good. Um, not everyone, but many, many people out there. And you don't really notice, but then you start passing 50, uh, you know, the, the skin gets a little thinner, you know, you, you, uh, <laughs> all kinds of stuff happens. You, you get up in the morning, it's like, ooh, ow, ow. I, it's so funny because I've always been the ooh, ow, ow um, person in the last years with, with uh, spinal stenosis. Yeah. And, um, and my, my husband, who does a lot of physical labor, uh, you know, recently, it's like, ow, ow, ow. <laughs> you know, he gets up. So now it's the two of us getting up, doing our little, ooh, oh, oh, right? That's, so it's a little bit more noticeable. You know, he could have had a twinge in his knee. Uh, even when, uh, you know, I was having difficulty with spinal stenosis at the beginning, like to 55, mm. it was still traveling and moving. But the last two, three years, it kind of took its toll. It was much harder. Uh, it was much harder to get places. Yeah. Uh, I, I could do so much less, right? Though. Now, let me not be negative. Yeah. I've been receiving these frequency treatments. And it's quite noticeable that my skin looks younger. A, a mole fell off my body yesterday. Mm. And I was able to, so I have a little sort of tiny little pedal. It's a little pedal thing. So you sit in a chair and you can pedal this thing. So I've had it quite a few years here. And I try it. And I can do 30 seconds and my legs are akimbo. They fall off, <laughs> they hurt. So it's like impossible. I try to lift them up, to put them back and just get the weight, but 30 seconds and, I'll, and I just go, it's not, it's not gonna work. And yesterday I said, let me try. Yeah. And I did eight minutes on this wow. thing. Wow, cool. Eight minutes. Now for most people that would seem ridiculous, but that is huge. And I could keep doing it and I kept going and then flying all over the place, falling off, you know, okay, <laughs> eight minutes, very good. But I can also walk from heel to toe. So I've been, I've actually been practicing. I have to concentrate yeah. very much to walk. But every time I get up, I walk heel to toe and feel, I can feel my feet again. It's as though they were my legs from the hip down were just these blocks that I just shuffled around. Pretty phenomenal. So mm. there are 
we don't know what's going on. Now I could say, is it the vibrational work? I don't really care. I get body talk. I'm getting this vibrational work. And I also yeah. do, um, obviously do a lot of work with tarot and the archetypes and the collective consciousness to better understand what's going on with me. And I've worked deeply with, with guilt and working with guilt since mid August has been the biggest change in my entire life. So part of the sessions that I'm getting mm. are able to work a lot better because uh, it seems to me the sequence of events is really important. I started working with guilt. I didn't think I had guilt, quite frankly. Mm. I always thought, oh, you know, I don't feel guilty. And I don't, I, I really was resistant towards guilt because it was something, you know, we all uh, tend to rebel against our parents. We don't want to be like our parents. Yeah. So, so my mom uh, was always feeling guilty about things. She wouldn't do things because she felt guilty. She wouldn't make her own choices because she felt guilty. And I was just totally reactive, like, I'm not doing that. And it took till this year to look and see and go, oh, my God, it doesn't matter whether I, you know, have this bravery to do things, even though I'm afraid. Mm. I am connected to guilt in so many ways. Yeah. So many ways. You know, I even wrote, I even wrote my teacher and um, she's also a, a friend and I wrote her and I was telling her about this. And at the end I said, oh, I'm a blabbermouth today. And she wrote, she said, well, it's great that it's unraveling, but your blabbermouth comment still tells me there's some work to do. And I was like, clearly, clearly, clearly. Clearly, I, and, and I didn't assume that I had broken the spell of guilt completely, but the, yeah. the, the interesting things are I'm less tired. I'm less mm. stressed. Every single thing I would do was so entangled with guilt that it would tire me out. Yeah. You know, and I just thought it was the pain in my body. I just thought, well, you know, I'm in a lot of pain. So these are assessments that we could say this description I'm giving you of myself is the Knight of Swords upside down. Making mm. these assessments, you know, you could say, well, that sounds true. Yes, you are in a lot of pain, Terry Ann. Of course, it's exhausting. Well, certainly it is. It's certainly exhausting. Yeah. But the, the unraveling of guilt uh, reduced all that stress in the body. Yes, I'd say the pain has reduced as well, though I'm still, you know, experiencing quite a bit of it, but it's a lot. Uh, there's a lot more movement mm. in the body. Like, oh, I even, I mean, these things wouldn't be surprising to you guys, but if you're shuffling around a house for a year, two years, three years, you can hardly move. You can't get down the stairs. It's difficult to go into the basement to do a load of laundry. Um, it's difficult to get out of bed. It's difficult to do mm. anything. And you are able to lay down on one of those workout balls you're able to lift your legs at 6 p.m. Like I, I was laying down and I lifted my legs in the air at 6 p.m. This is huge, 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 mm. huge. And um, yeah, all, oh, you know, I could say my conclusion is it's all about guilt. Well, how can I know that? Yeah. How can I know that that's the only thing that it's, it's everything. So these are, these are the narrow focuses. I could say, no, it's only because I did guilt. No, I'm not going to say that. It isn't just because I did guilt. It's also because I'm doing sessions. It's also that I'm, you know, committed to the work. It's also that I, I actually look and go try and walk differently. 
as much as it hurts. You know, try mm. and walk to, okay, more. There's so many things. So please, please notice this week how limited your mindset can be. How limited it can be because you are not taking in probabilities. Now, you may be terrified to do that because mm. we experience so much fear in life and the mind sets up a bunch of parameters and convictions. So I'll quote Nietzsche here. Um, Convictions are greater foes to the truth than lies. Mm. Convictions are greater foes to the truth than lies. So our, our convictions reduce our ability to perceive everything. So we get, if I have a conviction that this is true, let's say my conviction would be, this is the only thing that works, guys. It's the only thing. Forget everything yeah. else in the world. This is the only thing. That conviction is a greater foe to the truth because that is not possible. Not possible. Mm. I'm not going to go for a Reiki session when I want to when I want a massage. That's, yeah. they, they don't do the same thing. So I'm going to do uh, obviously things like self inquiry and breakthrough and tarot. But then I'm also going to get energy work. I'm also going to go to the doctor. Mm. I'm also I'm going to include everything. You know, but the moment the mind has convictions, we can't see what's really going on. We end up saying, oh, it's the doctor's fault, or my practitioner isn't good enough, or but it always goes outside. You yeah. can be sure you're off track. I don't want to use the word wrong now. I did write it wrong for a bit, but we're off track when we're limited to a conviction and its opposite, which is usually what we do, right? We think, well, if I'm tired, it must be this conclusion. And then you're missing out. Well, wait a minute. Mercury is doing this. The, sun, the moon's doing that. Where the seasons are changing. You are changing. So many things. So so many different things. And I can, I can also. It was about second week of September. I was doing all this work, and um, which I continue to do. But I, I sat there and I said, oh, wow, you're really aging. You're just aging. You know, mm -hmm. you're, okay, so, so all of the stress and difficulty with your physical problems, they're taking its toll. And then I went, okay, that's fine. Yeah. And this, then I sat back and went, oh, but it's how you age. Wait a minute. Aren't there other probabilities? And from mm -hmm. that day, it started switching and it's so noticeable that 10 people saw me and said, you look younger than last month. <laughs> yeah. And went, there you go. Yeah. There you go. I, I was feeling very crepey skinned. I was feeling, you know, the, the, that everything was hanging down. Mm, um, yeah. And, you know, like my organs totally. were. And, yeah. um, and even, even my, I, my uterus fell down. It actually oh. fell. <laughs> it, just went know, it, it, it was it was rising up. Well, it's, a, it's prolapsed just slightly, yeah. but it actually fell. And I was like, holy crap. It's almost hanging out. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I said, no. Stick it back no, here. No. Yeah. No. Yeah, literally, I felt yeah. like I had to. And, uh, and then I, I just started going, no, we're, we're going to go very differently. Let's see what happens. And now, you know, in two yeah. days... 
the uterus lifted, so I couldn't feel the prolapse. Right. And um, and literally, this was a, a physical exam that I was doing to feel the prolapse. And secondly, my solar plexus lifted, my shoulders came back, I was able to stretch in different ways, and my skin looks very different. I, I'm even, like I was touching my chest, like my upper chest towards the shoulders, I, I kind of push the shoulders back, try to open up the pectoralis muscles. So I'm always working in there. And I'm like, wow, look at how kind of old lady you are. Like the tissue is kind of <laughs> moving and falling. And uh, yesterday I was doing some work and I'm doing it right now. It's like, wow, it feels young again. The yeah. tissue feels young again. So yeah, we don't know. We really don't know what's what's going on and why and how, but you know, the more we keep looking and being open, actually the safer we are. But yeah. usually with the Knight of Swords, we say the more closed I am, uh, the more I can follow my convictions, the safer I'll be. And we're not. Mm. And that's where I will conclude. Perfect. <laughs> Unless you have your two pennies. You want to add? <laughs> you have your two cents? You want to add? Well, I think, like, we're talking about aging. I, I think it is so in the mind. It's like, like, our beliefs about aging are so aging us as well. It's, um, well, yeah, sure. It's, yeah. I had Our someone, someone, saw a <laughs> someone saw a photo of me on Facebook the other day and she hasn't seen me for 12 years and she just commented, like, do you age? <laughs> Right. Me yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of cute. But yeah, you just got to keep doing the work and keep keep looking at it. But yeah, yeah it's really good thing that, like, who knows? I mean, sure, it can be in the mind. Sure. Mm. But again, you know, we got to be careful not to say it's just in the mind. It could be some toxin you took in. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, yeah. yeah. And that could have been, well, you know, I went off to India. Like for me, I, I went to India in the in 1998 for six months. So I traveled all through the areas. You know, I caught a lot of bugs. I got parasites. I got, um, yeah. you know, all kinds of stuff. And it didn't happen all at once. Mm. You know, I also had replacement of my amalgam fillings during those years. Oh, so they, yeah. they did work quite rapid, rapidly, like every every quarter for about two years, That's had cool. it all shifted and changed. And boy, oh boy, you know, my health deteriorated. Then I did a lot of work, got it back on track and uh, for parasites. But it was only later that the, the metals poisoning came in and had to go through yeah. that work, you know. And okay, so those things can happen to us. I mean, it's not like it's in my head uh, necessarily. It could be that I go outside and a car hits me. It could be karmic. Yeah. It could be whatever. So we're not quite sure. That the only thing is to work presently with whatever's going on. So it's using all the tools at your fingertips without having a conviction. Mm. That to me is the most important. I don't have a conviction of what's what's wrong with me, but I do have convictions. So I, I want to be clear that I don't want to have convictions. I check out my convictions, but there's convictions. Mm. Like I mentioned at the beginning, I had a conviction that I had no guilt. I did. <laughs> I really had a conviction that no, 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 no. And I, I 
I didn't even see it. You know, it's sitting around going, what's wrong with me? Why am I so tired to do this particular session for someone? Why is it so draining and so difficult? Yeah. And, you know, and I wouldn't blame the other. I go, okay, maybe it's a difficult case and I'm tuning into something difficult or something like that. And, you know, really seeing that it had so much to do with my own guilt, mm. you know, for whatever reasons. It could be, I really want to get this done. I really want to help this person. You know, uh, maybe they have heavy duty stuff going on, but the more heavy duty it was, the more guilt ridden I would, I would be. Unbeknownst to me, though, I'd like to just, just yeah. repeat that. I didn't know that was happening. Was I was just kind of working. Yeah, I was just working with what's going on. I would lay down. I would start doing some links and lay down again. And now I don't have to do any of that anymore. Yeah. None of it. Hmm. Interesting. None of it. Yeah, very interesting. So please note that the mind doesn't have the answers. It just has a bunch of thoughts unless you think properly. And thinking properly brings in more and more possibilities. So mm -hmm. if you, you come to a dead end road, it's not uh, working for you. You've got to bring in a new possibility and a new till you're able to get there. I'm using healing techniques. That's what I do. But it could be anything. It could be, you know, how to clean your closet. You know, you might go in, start it up, and then, you know, you get interrupted. Guests are coming. It's like, oh, shoot, I can't do this now. You dump everything back in. You know, you might have to, it's trial and error. Yeah. <laughs> trial and error is pretty important. Not having convictions. So remember, your convictions might be very strong today. Well, for the week. And just be cautious of them. They are not good at receiving new information. Mm. Mm -hmm. so, but you are. You can receive new information, but your convictions don't. Yeah. Convictions don't like it. They will defend like crazy. Cool. Mm -hmm. well, that's a lot love you, about. my darling. <laughs> love to everyone in podcast. podcast. Is that me echoing? Yeah, podcast. Yeah, I thought it was echoing. <laughs> okay. Anyway, take All right. care, everyone. Ciao, guys. Bye. Next week. Bye.